Can you be happy? Can you be healthy? Can you be fit? Can you be strong? Can you stay young for long? Can you be healthy, fit and strong for the rest of your life? And it seems like an airy-fairy, motivational, inspirational chat that Rowie's having, maybe a speech. He always talks about being happy, healthy, fit and strong. But what if it was possible? And I'm going to share that this, uh, the things I'm going to share with you, the things to consider, the things to ponder, could probably come with a warning. Uh, if you share this information with other people, with your clients, with your family, with your friends, you might get some arguments, you might get people who disagree with you, uh, you might get into some kind of uh, politically incorrect conversation. And the reason for that is it's been suggested to me by the top medical professionals in the world who are prepared to admit it, and mostly privately, that the reason that the world has become so fat and so sick and so weak and so diseased and we've got so many challenges is probably our own fault. We need to take responsibility for that. And I know that's very harsh and it's very confrontational. But the human race, and I've been an exercise professional for 40 years, and I've literally watched the human race as a whole become fatter, sicker, weaker, more diseased, and we have more information now available to us about being healthy, fit and strong than we ever have. There's more information about healthy food. There's more information about how to exercise. There's a whole stack of pharmaceuticals that are supposed to be keeping us healthy or stopping us from getting sick. And yet we are literally sicker than we've ever been. But wouldn't you have a look at the top killer diseases in the world, the ones that are killing the most people? You have to look at coronary heart disease, always been the biggest killer. But the top cardiologists in the world all suggest that most people that have coronary heart disease or any kind of heart challenges, apart from a tiny percentage that were born unlucky with some kind of genetic heart challenge, most people have screwed up their heart, all the attachments to the heart, all the entrances and exits of the heart, all the valves, all of that stuff. Most people, they've screwed that up because they've got cardiovascular disease and cardiovascular disease also obviously includes type 2 diabetes where we break our, our body breaks because the hoses, the arteries, the capillaries, the veins, all the things that promote circulation, blood flow, oxygen supply get broken. So because of that, because as humans we've busted our hoses, of course the heart's going to get broken. Of course we're going to have uh, challenges with the kidney, with renal failure, which is where type 2 diabetes becomes a challenge. And obviously with type 2 diabetes we've got blindness, we've got amputations. Uh, most of those things in the Western world, heart attacks, renal failure, blindness and amputations come from cardiovascular disease, which is our hoses are broken. Uh, if you then look at something like obesity, there's a lot of argument now, well maybe obesity is a gene and maybe you're born with it and maybe if you, uh, uh, it's, it's something that can be cured and we should treat it like a disease. Uh, we have depression is out of control. There are more pharmaceutical antidepressant drugs uh, prescribed every day in the world than anything else because apparently the world is very unhappy and very unsatisfied with itself, with its life. And I'll just put that into a, into a box. It seems that the human race is not happy. And the numbers are saying that, the antidepressant numbers are saying that people are very unhappy, they're very sick, and things aren't going well. So that's the horrible side of the story. 
And the medical professionals in the world will share passionately with me, I don't know it loudly or openly, but they've certainly shared with me, that most of those things are completely controllable. So what are they controllable by? If I choose not to get coronary heart disease, type 2 diabetes, osteoporosis, depression, to be obese, any kind of cardiovascular disease, if I choose not to get those diseases, what would I have to choose to do? So I'm going to give you an interesting scenario. Let's just say you've got the worst genetics ever, and I'll just we'll just pick some. You've got an underactive thyroid, so you've got a slow metabolism. You hear that a lot. My thyroid's broken, so that's why I'm, I'm overweight. Let's say someone's tested the number of fat cells you've got, and I don't know how they do that, but the, they suggest that the average person has 40 to 50 billion. Let's just say you were born with 100 billion, so you've got twice as many fat cells or three or four times as many fat cells as anybody else. Let's just say you've got bad genetics in your family for whatever. So let's just say everybody else in your family has had or does have coronary heart disease, type 2 diabetes, they're overweight, uh, they've got cardiovascular disease. So you're going to go to the doctor and you get prescribed with all of those things or they tell you, diagnosed with, you have an underactive thyroid, you've got a slow metabolism, you've got a stack, of, stack more fat cells than anybody else on the planet and you've got really bad genetics. What are you gonna do with that diagnosis? With that diagnosis, by the way, will come a big bucket of pills. You'll get a, a, so many pills that you will actually be rattling. And if you, if you listen to that information and the doctors give you those pills and you start taking those pills, is it possible that now your body has to try and work out what to do with all of that uh, chemical interaction? And of course, every one of those pills that you are given for coronary heart disease, type two diabetes, osteoporosis, depression, cardiovascular disease, they will all come with big long written warnings of side effects. Now then you'll get some more drugs because the side effects of those drugs will need to be treated by other drugs. And it becomes a really interesting, and I won't say, I won't make an, take an opinion on that, but it becomes a very interesting cycle. So a lot of people go to the, the doctor and then they end up at the chemist, the pharmacy, and they've got this big long list of things that they have to take, which also have to, they have to take more things because of the effects of the other things. That's one choice. What if you get diagnosed with all of those things, that terrible collection of stuff that supposedly is happening with your body, and what if instead of taking on board I'm going to have to take all these pills for the rest of my life because I've got an underactive thyroid and I've got slow metabolism and I've got a stack of fat cells and I've got bad genetics. I've got a really important question and it's not my question. It's the top medical professionals in the world that probably politically incorrectly are not allowed to ask this question. I don't know. I don't know who controls all of that. But what if you were really fit? What if your heart and lungs you exercised to the point where you got puffed and you got really fit. So you had great circulation, great blood flow, oxygen supply. What if you got really strong? What if every muscle, ligament, tendon, bone in your body was really strong? And of course, when you're fit and when you're strong, you have a combination of uh, fast metabolism, because obviously when you exercise, your metabolism speeds up. When you get more muscle or you replace the muscle that you've lost, your metabolism speeds up. If you've got a fast metabolism, and even more importantly, if you've got great circulation, if every system in your body is fitter and strong, or gets fitter and gets stronger, let's have a look at something like, and most importantly, let's have a look at the hormonal system, the endocrine system, the responsibility of hormones in your body. 
If your hormonal system is working, if your endocrine system gets back to working effectively, so because you're fit and because you're strong, that gets fit and strong again, uh, the, the hormonal system, the endocrine system from your hypothalamus down to your gonads, and it's all interesting because there's several parts to that hormonal system. What if that was working? And the big one for that, which is the cardiovascular disease, the challenge with coronary heart disease, type 2 diabetes, renal failure, uh, blindness, amputations, and death, of course, is that your body is not capable of getting your food out of your bloodstream and putting it into the cells. That hormonal system, insulin is the hormone. If that system breaks down, you get type 2 diabetes, which means the, the body cannot, is not capable any longer of taking sugar effectively out of your bloodstream, carbohydrate out of your bloodstream, food out of your bloodstream, putting it into your cells. So those big glucose molecules now running around your arteries, where they're supposed to be in your muscles, in your brain, in your liver, they're now in your bloodstream and can't go where they're supposed to go. They're really big. They're big molecules. And I always use the example, they're like driving a semi-trailer on a suburban street. You could do it a couple of times, but if you keep doing it over and over and over and over, you're going to wreck the street. The big truck is going to break down the road, the street, and you're going to get potholes in a damaged road. Well, that's what happens when you've got glucose molecules running around in your arteries, in your hoses. Those big molecules, which are supposed to be in your brain, in your muscles, in your liver, as glycogen to provide you with energy, they're in your bloodstream causing damage. So they cut, they cause cuts, potholes, scrapes, bruises, damage to the inside of your arteries. Now, of course, if your hormonal system's broken down, so is your body's ability to take fat out of your bloodstream and put it into the fat cell. So you have high blood fat levels, you have high cholesterol levels. That cholesterol, the high blood fat, then sticks onto the broken bits that the glucose molecules have caused inside your hoses, inside your arteries. So now you've got fat stuck inside your artery. That's called coronary heart disease, type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular disease, where blood flow and oxygen supply and circulation can't happen effectively. So you go blind because you haven't got circulation nutrients to your eyes. Your extremities have to get cut off, fingers and toes, legs and arms, because you haven't got blood supply there. Your heart stops because one of those myocardial infarction, heart attack, is when the one artery gets completely blocked and the blood flow oxygen can't get through, so you die. Now that's caused by, and I'll go back once, it's a very simple process. Eat too much food, eat too much food, eat too much, eat too much food. Don't do any exercise, don't do any exercise, don't do any exercise. Your body breaks down. It can't deal with that much sugar, it can't deal with that much food. Their hormonal system breaks down, so the insulin system breaks down, so your body's ability to put high uh, blood sugar uh, levels, big glucose molecules into your brain, your muscles and your liver, that system closes off or breaks down. Now you've got high blood sugar levels, now you've got broken arteries, now you get high blood fat levels because the fat can't get out either, and all of those things stop working properly. Interestingly, and without argument, <laughs> no, there is no cure for type 1 diabetes. That is the genetic challenge you're born with. Type 2 diabetes 
is curable and preventable if you have free-flowing arteries. If you don't have high blood sugar levels and if you don't have high blood fat levels, you are at very low risk, if not zero risk, of type 2 diabetes. And if you have type 2 diabetes, high blood sugar levels, high blood fat fat levels and you don't have good circulation, if you get fit and get strong, that will all get fixed and then you'll get rid of that disease. And if you get rid of cardiovascular disease, then you're very unlikely to have coronary heart disease, you're very unlikely to have renal failure and guess what else? You're very unlikely to be overweight. So what fixes all of that? Is it a medicine? Is it going to the doctor and getting a big big pile of pills, a bucket full, because that's what it is. You have to keep taking them for the rest of your life. What if you decided as an adult, and we can all do what we want, we can take pills, we can take drugs, we can do nothing, we can get have to go to hospital and get a, a new heart. There's a whole heap of things you can do. But what if we decided, and I, I'm begging now because if you're a parent, a teacher, a coach, a boss or a leader, I don't think we have an option. What if you decided today, I'm going to be the person that gets really fit and really strong. Before I use any other intervention for my body, before I use any other medication, any other pill, any other powder, any other injection, any other surgery, any other doctor's advice, I'm going to get my body really fit. I'm going to get puffed to get fit. I'm going to lift heavy to get strong. I'm going to make every system in my body really fit and every muscle, bone, ligament and tendon in my body really strong and then see what happens. And it's really interesting, and I'll use a couple of examples. We've had people who have been ready to go to surgery to have kidney transplant. They take up an exercise program and they have to have a kidney transplant because they've got type 2 diabetes. They take up an exercise program, get really fit, get really strong, and now they don't have to have a kidney transplant anymore. They cured themselves with exercise. There are people who have been diagnosed with osteoporosis who start lifting heavy weights and they get rid of their osteoporosis. One of the biggest killers in the world. One in three people get, it used to be one in three women, but now we've got young men getting osteoporosis because they're inactive. It's a bone thinning disease because your muscles are no longer pulling on your bones to keep your bones strong. That's a disease that shouldn't be for anybody, let alone young kids. But you don't have to get osteoporosis. You don't have to get cardiovascular disease. You don't have to get type 2 diabetes. They're all curable. Interestingly, and again, politically incorrect perhaps for some oncologists to talk about this, but most cancers are completely curable. Most cancers are a breakdown of the immune system. Our immune system is built inside our bones. If you've got strong muscles pulling on strong bones, is it possible that your immune system will be strong so you can fight germs, bugs, viruses, diseases, and a breakdown of the immune system won't happen, which means you're less likely to get cancer? Now, that's not my suggestion or my opinion. That's what the top medical professionals in the world are suggesting. There's this really great quote, not coming from me, I just quote it because I'm so excited about it. Exercise is medicine and medicine is exercise. If you get sick, you should exercise. And if you are exercising, you are less likely to get sick, if at all. And if you do get sick, you'll get rid of it much quicker and it won't come back again. And that's what the top oncologists are suggesting. Even if you've got bad luck with cancer and you've got it genetically designed inside your body and it's been passed on through your genes, if you're really fit and if you're really strong and you can, your body can fight because it's fit and strong, even if you get cancer, you can get rid of it much quicker and it won't come back or you'll have the ability to fight it or even if it's terminal. Even if the worst thing happens, you've been diagnosed with terminal illness and terminal cancer is that one that we're really scared about. 
The oncologist is suggesting, the top oncologist in the world, that if you're fit and strong, your quality of life will be longer and better if you're fit and strong. So even if, you, yes, you've got this disease and it's eating your body and you're going to die, the time that you have left is going to be of better quality. You'll be able to go and do all the fun things that you want to do, not have to be stuck in some hospital bed with tubes in your nose because you've, you've got this horrible disease. I know that this is, it's so, it's, for me, it's so simple. Are you fit and are you strong? Do you get puffed and do you lift heavy? And could that be a, the first option rather than no option or that the, not a solution? It seems that a row in her bloody puffing and lifting, that can't be the answer to everything. But what if it was? What if you didn't have to get this big bucket of pills? What if you didn't have to take on a diagnosis from an expert that says because you've got an underactive thyroid and because you've got a slow metabolism and because you've got a bad genetics, you're going to be fat? What if you don't want to be fat? And that's the really interesting one. Uh, if you wanted to lose weight, and even if you've been diagnosed with an underactive thyroid and a large amount of fat cells and a slow metabolism and bad genetics... What if you didn't want to be fat? Even if they said to you, you have to be fat because of all of these reasons. What if you didn't want to be? What if you got fit and what if you got strong? Is it possible that you could fix your metabolism or speed up your metabolism or fix your underactive thyroid? Uh, again, oncologists have shared with me, probably privately, right, we deal with a lot of people that have got an underactive thyroid, but the reason they've got an underactive thyroid is because they're fat. Rowie, we deal with a lot of people that have got type 2 diabetes, but the reason they've got type 2 diabetes is because they're fat. What if you just decided, I don't want to be fat. I don't want to be overweight. I want to be healthy. And I'm not talking about ripped abdominals and tight butt cheeks and stand on stage in a bikini. Nothing fanatical at all. And I'm not even talking about being skinny or thin or lean. I'm just talking about being healthy and fit and is a side effect of being, and I'll use the difference, being fit and strong, you're more likely to be healthy. Being fit and strong, you're more likely to be lean. But let's just say you're fit and strong and you're not lean. Are you less likely to get sick? And the answer is yes. If you're fit and strong, you are much less likely to get coronary heart disease, type 2 diabetes, osteoporosis, depression, less likely to become obese. Even if you're overweight, there's very little chance that you'll become obese if you're fit and strong. All the things in your body that keep you healthy, fit and strong are determined by how fit and strong you are. Isn't that interesting? It's a beautiful connection. So if you're really fit and strong, your brain works more effectively, so you think more clearly, you make better decisions about your food. If you're fit and strong, your hormonal system works better, so your ability to get a food in and out of your cells works more effectively. If you're fit and strong, you have better circulation, better blood supply, better oxygen supply, so you can uh, everything speeds up. If, if you've got a uh, healthy, fit, strong body, the, the hormonal system that controls stress, that controls... How, what kind of food decisions you make. Everything works better when you're fit and strong. So what about that? What about that simple solution? Get puffed. Here's a great question. When was the last time you got really puffed? Like out of breath puffed? Do you know how long that takes? 10 seconds. What if several times throughout your day, I'm not even talking about exercise, exercise program, going to the gym, nothing. Just for 10 seconds, every so often throughout the day, you sprinted on the spot, did some squat jumps, punched a bag, skipped rope, ran around the house, ran up some stairs, ran through some soft sand, ran up the driveway, 10 seconds, and you got really puffed. If several times throughout your day you get really puffed, you will get fit. Easy to tell if you're getting fit. 
because you'll recover quicker from every 10 seconds that you puff and your resting heart rate will go down. Anybody will tell you that it's much better to have a, a low resting heart rate than a high resting heart rate. And when you get puffed, you lower your resting heart rate. Isn't that exciting? If you get really strong, you speed up your metabolism automatically because you build muscle if you're a bloke and you replace the muscle that you've lost if you're a woman. If you've got a faster metabolism, you burn everything you put into your body much quicker. But more importantly, your muscles are the largest metabolic engine in your body. The more muscle you have, the more calories you burn, the more sugar you burn, the more fat you burn, the more everything you burn, because your muscles are the engine to your body. So to get strong, I'm not talking about going to the gym, lifting heavy weights three or four or five times a week. I'm talking about if you overload every single muscle, bone, ligament, tendon in your joints and joints in your body, and you do that, and I'm not saying once a week, twice a week, three times a week. All I'm saying is, if you lift heavy, the next time you go to lift again, you should be able to lift heavier. If you can't lift heavier, you haven't gotten stronger. And your body will automatically adapt to getting stronger if you give it time to do that. It's called the supercompensation process. So if you lift heavy, let your body rest, recover, rejuvenate, supercompensate, you will get stronger, which means you'll, as a woman, you'll have a faster metabolism and you'll feel better and you'll have a brain that works better and your body will uptake sugar and fat more effectively. If you're a bloke, you'll put on some muscle size, which means you'll have a faster metabolism, you'll look different the whole bit. Get fit, get strong, get puff, lift heavy and everything changes. Could that be a great place to start rather than go to the doctor, get a diagnosis, get some pills and rattle for the rest of your life? I'm begging, I know this is politically incorrect, but I'm begging. We have a fat, sick, weak, depressed, diseased society and I don't think our kids deserve to grow up in that society. We have kids who actually think that it's normal to be overweight. We have kids that think it's normal to get fat, sick, weak and diseased as you get older. Yeah, grandma's fat, sick and diseased because she's old. That is just not true. And at least give our kids the option. If they see a fat old person, at least let them experience a fit, strong, happy, young old person. So they know that they don't have to grow up in a world that is sick and fat and diseased. And it is. As humans, we have completely screwed ourselves over. I don't want for that for our kids. And I stand here as an old lady, and, I, and I'm saying this passionately, and maybe I can get away with it because I'm old. If you look after your body, it will look after you. If you don't look after your body, it will screw you over. If you don't look after your body, your hormonal system will break down and you'll get fat and you'll get coronary heart disease and you'll get type 2 diabetes and you'll have an underactive thyroid and everything won't work properly. Your central nervous system won't work properly so that the electrical connections don't work. Your metabolism will slow down. Your immune system will break down. Your ability to think clearly won't work and yes, you will screw over your body. Is that a choice? I'll leave that up to you. I'm choosing to be a fit, strong, healthy, old lady that stays young for the rest of my life. How about you? I feel good. Na 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 na. I knew that I would now. Na 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 na. So good. Yahoo! Yeah, yeah. I feel good. Na 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 na.